CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Our DSW Holiday Pros are here to help you find the perfect shoes for you and gifts for everyone on your list. Want it in two hours? Buy online and pick up in store. Even faster? Send a gift card. Head to DSW.com to shop season-making gifts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. We are just days away from another finale of The Bachelorette. I honestly can't believe it. I feel like we blinked and this season is over. Um, but happy Friday again, a couple of days away from Michelle's finale. Can't wait to cover that next week. But for today's episode, I had a very special treat for you guys. I caught up with Caitlin Bristow, you obviously know, as our season 11 bachelorette, as our bachelorette co-host and Dancing with the Stars Mirrorball champion. And Caitlin is going on tour with the cast of Dancing with the Stars. And I caught up with her on Zoom to talk about the Dancing with the Stars tour. But of course, we got into a lot of bachelor talk. We talked about Michelle's final two. We talked about whether Nate was here for the right reasons. She told me what she thought about Brandon pulling uh, Michelle aside at that rose ceremony, what it meant for Joe. We talked about Tasha and Zach's breakup and that awkward men tell all filming. We talked about what to expect from the upcoming live after the final rose. A little bit of Katie Blake and John in there, um, Jesse Palmer and Clayton and what's next for him and what she's expecting from the season and how what she thought of the trailer, whether she wants to do more hosting. And I snuck in a question about those recent Sean Booth al uh, allegations, wouldn't be the right word, recent Sean Booth confessions, opinions, that weird podcast interview he did where he said they were never in love. And she had a very candid answer that I thought was great. Um, a little bit of wedding planning, a little bit of Jason, a really fun interview that I hope you enjoy. So without further ado, here is Caitlin Bristow. First of all, just tell me how have Dancing with the Stars tour rehearsals been going? When did you guys start? How, how is it going? So the, the pros have actually been rehearsing much longer than myself, which I don't think is fair. I'm like, they're not the ones that need the rehearsal time. I do. Um, so no, I've been rehearsing for the last three days and I really prepped to go on Dancing with the Stars. I was like training. I was going to physio. I was doing all the things. And I kind of threw myself back into this, forgetting how intense it was. So like my body is so stiff just from three days. My neck is already like... I pulled something, but it's so much fun being there because last season we didn't get to do group numbers because of the pandemic and because of COVID. And so it is so fun feeling the energy of all the pros and dancing together. And it, 
already feels like we're like one big family having so much fun together. And it's just like, it's such a different energy dancing with everyone. And I can't wait for people to come watch the tour. Yeah. I mean, the season that you won was different due to COVID for a few reasons. And there was also no audience. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel? Are you excited about performing in front of a lot of people? Are you nervous? I'm so excited because I think it just changes the whole dynamic of the energy. Like I even, I got to do that one Janet Jackson dance um, to announce that I was going on tour and just hearing people cheer in the crowd is it's a game changer. And, you know, I do podcasts, tours, and I just, the, the connection that you get to feel with the audience, like they're sitting at home watching or listening and, and you get to actually connect with them in person and feel you know, the energy of the crowd. It's just a whole other ball game. It's so much fun. What would you say fans can expect from the tour if they're buying tickets? What, what can they, what are they in for, for that night? Honestly, I don't really, I've obviously never been on the tour before, so I don't really know how to compare it to the other ones. I just keep hearing that this one's different. Um, I think there's just going to be a lot of different elements to the show. And I, I like, there's so much jam packed into one show that like, you're really going to get your bang for your buck. If you come, you're going to see it all. You're going to see everybody. And it's so exciting that Amon is coming on as well. And it's just going to be super entertaining. I mean, for you, I feel like there was always so much with like Caitlin Bristow and dancing with the stars. We knew it was your dream. You got yeah. screwed, but then you got justice. You yeah. won. Now you could do this. Like, does it still feel like a little bit unreal to you that after everything over the last yes. six or whatever years in the bachelor world that you get to now go on tour with the show? Yeah, everything feels very surreal. I, I can't, because it has been such a journey, not only in, you know, the last six years, but in my life to feel like I can go and do something with dance. Like that's always been a passion of mine since I was little. I felt like, well, I, it's not even that I felt like I knew I wasn't good enough to really like succeed as a dancer. And that's where my life really took a pivot. And I ended up, you know, like, going to Germany and then going on the show and then being here now is an actual dream because I thought when I won the mirror ball, I was like, okay, I proved to myself, you know, I can dance and I feel like a dancer and I am so proud of myself, you know, but I'll probably never dance again because, you know, I won the mirror ball. Here we go. And so to, to go on tour now, I'm like, it, it just doesn't even feel real. And I can't imagine just like going to different cities and doing what I love to do with people who I love every single day is going to be just an absolute treat. Do you have a favorite dance or style of dance? I do. I have so many. Okay. (laughs) The dance that I, I would have never said this on the season because jive was like one of the hardest things I ever did, but we're doing the jive and we now it's not just Artem and I, we have a whole group And it is just like an in-your-face number, so much fun. And you can't help but like smile while you're like out of breath and dying, but it's just so much fun. And that's, uh, I think that's going to be a really fun number. You mentioned Iman. I know Amanda also is, oh, she's on the tour too. What is it? Amanda's going to take over, I think, when I'm done. Yeah. Okay. What has it been like to work with them? And after watching that season and, you know, Iman, I feel like changed the game. It's been like such an interesting Dancing with the Stars season I feel like yeah Iman is so fun to be around like he is just one of those positive happy friendly human beings who you just like to be around and then there's Amanda who's just like the most pleasant little angel you've ever met in your life who like I immediately felt close to her what and I'd never you know met her 
and now we're dancing together and she feels like a close friend. Like she's just got that kind of energy. And I just, I really like both of them and they're going to add so much value to the tour. How are you balancing planning a wedding and going on tour, Caitlin? I don't know, um, but that's what wedding planners are for. And um, they're a lifesaver when it comes to this. Because I'm like, I wanted a wedding planner no matter what, because Mm -hmm. I am not a good decision maker with with wedding stuff. Like, I want to say I don't really care about the flowers, but maybe I do once I see them. I don't know. I just want somebody to make it the perfect day. And I just want to show up and enjoy what a, a marriage and like wedding is really supposed to be. And so I think it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be up to the wedding planner to really <laughs> take the reins on this while I'm gone and Jason, but he's so busy too. Have you guys publicly shared a date yet, but you have one, but you haven't shared when it is, right? Well, we're still waiting because we're still waiting to know if we can get the venue that we want. So okay. as soon as we have that actually locked in, then we can really give a date. Have you had any, not disagreements, but like, okay, this is a I, non-negotiable for me and or a difference there. Like, has it been smooth for you guys since you're giving the wedding planner the, the uh, most of the control anyway? Or has it's it been, been pretty, at all? It's tense? been pretty smooth, actually, because <laughs> I don't think, well, like, we probably could be doing more to plan for a wedding, but because we're so busy, we really haven't had the time to have a disagreement or bump heads about anything wedding um, related. So <laughs> fingers crossed, it's smooth sailing from here on out. What about a dress? Do you have any of that, those visions on any of that? I have so many ideas for a dress. I have like five different styles that I like. So I need to, I want to have two dresses uh, and I've got five styles I like right now. So I need to figure that out, but I want to make it so that my mom, Jason's mom, my sister, my best friend can all come and be there with me when I try on the dresses. Um, So I better get on that. And what about a dance number? Would we, can we, are we going to perform at the wedding? I'm telling you, I don't know if that's like faux pas to like do an extravagant like <laughs> dance at your own wedding, um, but I want to. I, I want to. I want to do like a waltz. Yeah. And get Artem to choreograph it. It'll be magical. That would be magical. Um, I have a Dancing with the Stars related game, but I want to ask you a few Bachelor questions first yes. because Michelle's finale is next week. Can you tell me anything, tease to me anything about what we're going to get in the, the final <sighs> three hours? I mean, she's... You know, back in the day on these shows, we used to be like, I can't believe they're in love with more than one person. And they said it. Michelle is just like, she is so strong in who she is. And she's like, no, if I'm in love with two people, I'm in love with two people. I didn't think it would happen, but it did. So I think we're, it's, it's going to be really hard for her, no matter what the outcome, because she genuinely is in love with two people. So it's going to be all of the things it's going to be emotional. It's going to be hard to watch. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be sad. It's all the things that the, you'd want to see in a finale. But I mean, she really genuinely is in love with two people. From my perspective, I can't remember the last time the final three, I would even say, was so in love with the lead. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm kind of in love with Michelle. <laughs> She's amazing. She's, yeah, I, know. I think that's a, the Bachelor Nation consensus. Totally. She's just so, she's easy to love. She's just a great human being and she's just truly authentic and confident and comfortable in herself. And it's just, it's really nice to see. Was After the Final Rose live? Can you tell me that? I don't know. It's going to be, yeah. It's going to be live. Okay. Oh, that's exciting. I feel like- I'm so scared. scared. (laughs) Why are you scared? (laughs) I mean, 
<laughs> Caitlin on live national television, what could go wrong? <laughs> I think that'll be good because then like for the mental health, for example, I feel like people were, you know, just people can be critical or like there was that awkward moment with like Tasha and her breakup and stuff. And there was a lot of talk right. about that. And I think you thrive live personally. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. I'm, I, it's, I'm okay with it being live because I've done Dancing with the Stars live. I've done other Bachelor things that are live. It's more of reading like the teleprompter and doing the, like, <laughs> right. the real host moments where I'm like, don't screw it up, Caitlin. Our DSW Holiday Pros are here to help you find the perfect season-making shoes for you and gifts for everyone on your list. Whether it's cozy Ugg slippers for your mom, wear everywhere Adidas sneakers for the kids, or must-have Sorel boots just for you, DSW has gifts for everyone in every budget. Want it ASAP? Buy online and pick up in the store in just two hours. Can't make it to the store? You can't go wrong with an e-gift card. However you're gifting this year, DSW's got you covered. Head to DSW to see our picks for making their season bright. What did you make of, I mean, Tasha and Zach breaking up was obviously people were surprised. Then you guys had to kind of address it on that. Um, like I said, there was like a walk-off and maybe some people thought it was kind of staged or weird or awkward. Did you have any response to any of that or how was Tasha doing? Tasha that day was beside herself. I'm so proud of her for being so professional and being able to show up and put a smile on her face and do a great job hosting while going through it. I know she was just really struggling that day because the news had broke and she was really upset. And so we didn't want to ignore it during the show. And, you know, it's hard to put something in there that will feel, you know, staged or scripted because you want to work it in there and make right. sure that, you know, she has a voice and that she's able to talk about it and not just pretend it didn't happen or just go through the whole show when she was clearly like struggling that day. So I was really proud of her and it was just tough to work in because I wanted to put Tasha's feelings first. She, I saw her in the trailer so upset. She was having anxiety. And I was like, you, we don't have to address this if you don't want to. But I think if you want to have your own voice and be able to like, just share how you're feeling, it's up to you. And so, I mean, at the end of the day, it's as long as she was now I say comfortable, she wasn't comfortable with it, but she right. wanted to address it. And so we had to make it, um, put it in there somewhere and uh, honestly, I was just really proud of how she handled everything because she it felt like a true prof professional. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the most recent episode also, we had Brandon kind of sneak in there and get a little extra time with Michelle before yeah. that rose ceremony. I feel like some people were like, justice for Joe. Like, did that change her mind? Other people are like, I'm sure she had it made up anyway. Right. From your perspective, what did you think of the Brandon, the Brandon pull aside at the rose ceremony, what that meant for Joe? Brandon is just such a sweetheart who wears his heart on his sleeve. He is so open with his emotions that I think he genuinely wanted to tell her, like, it's okay if it's not me, because he was putting her first and worried about her stressing out. And I think when you walk into that moment and you're looking at those final three men, I'm sure you know right. who it is that it might not make a difference in that moment. Now it might, but I don't think it did in that moment. So, um, I was shocked actually when, when Joe went home, uh, but again, she just had such strong relationships with all three men that I would have been shocked no matter who went. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. With Nate, because I feel like he's, controversial is not the right word, but people maybe a little split on him. Some may be questioning, is she more into Nate than he is? Is he saying what she wants to hear? As someone who was there, you know, for at least part of it, what are your thoughts on Nate? How do you think Nate and Michelle would work in in the real world? I mean, Nate is, Nate's a funny character because he's just like, he really is so chill and laid back. And I think Nate just really is confident in his relationship with Michelle and where they're at, at this point. And I think he just, his confidence is different than the others. He will not, it's almost like he can compartmentalize what is happening and the show that he's on. And it's so interesting because we watch the show and people can't, you know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because if you can't handle Michelle going in the fantasy suite with the other people, then people at home are going, well, you knew what you signed up for and you know, you know what show you're on. And then if you sit there and you can compartmentalize and say, yeah, I know what show I'm on and I'm going to be confident in my relationship and I'm not going to get in my own head about it. Well, then you're cocky and you might not care enough. So I think he is just... Uh, has a different confidence about him and knows where he's at with Michelle. Do you think he's ready for an engagement? I do. I think, I think Nate would be ready for, I think Nate's never in his life thought about being ready for an engagement until now. Mm. And I just think Nate's the kind of person that if he isn't ready, he's not going to propose. Okay. Fair. Um, the bachelor is also coming up. Clayton, what, what can you tell me about why you think Clayton was the choice? Because after that trailer, I'm all in. But obviously leading up to it, everyone was slightly confused maybe about well, I, the decision. I kept thinking like if you're going to make him the Bachelor, you got to like show more of him and why he's going to be our next Bachelor. Because I mean, if we're watching, we're rooting for Rodney to be someone to be the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Someone that we're like, whoa, we fell in love with that person and we're rooting for them to find love. With Clayton, we're kind of like, what? oh, okay. And now we're rooting for him, but we don't know much about him, but I can tell you this guy, Clayton is one of the most sensitive in tune with his emotions kind of person that I've ever met. And I think that will make for a good bachelor. Uh, It's going to be extremely difficult for him because of how, you know, sensitive and emotional he is, but that's such a great quality you want to see in a bachelor. And I think he's, I think it's going to be a really great season. I mean, again, the trailer alone is promising some stuff right. here. And it right. makes me think back to your season and yeah. like sex was such a like taboo topic and stuff. And now it's going to be interesting to see how people hopefully, you know, well, how they treat Clayton as the male perspective. And I think yeah. we've come a long way, I think, since, you know, all the shaming and ridiculousness that people aim towards yeah. you. But yeah. I mean, what do you think about how that's all going to come like be a main thing, the, the intimate with both of you moment? I'm going to have to give him my number and say, if you need to chat through anything, <laughs> call me. Uh, yeah, it, we have come a long way. I know I received like so much shaming around having sex and, you know, it was so uh, controversial at the time. And then fast forward to Hannah Brown season, we were celebrating her having sex four times. So I love that the show has evolved <laughs> and that the viewers have evolved with the show and, you know, have come to like understand that that does happen and that that's okay. And that it's our decision of what we want to do. Um, but I mean, it's not the first time somebody has been intimate with more than one person. It's also not the first time that we've heard them say it out loud to somebody, you know, obviously I did that as well. Um, it's, 
again, it's just, uh, it's, it's a tricky situation because to some people like Clayton, that is part of um, making a life altering decision is being intimate with somebody. And when you genuinely fall in love with more than one person, it happens. And it's a really tough thing to navigate because you wouldn't do it in the outside world. And now you're having to, you know, make sense of it in the bachelor world. And it's, it's really tricky. So I hope people give him some grace and I hope he gives himself some grace um, because he's a human being and he's not perfect. And it's going to be great to watch. So I'm just, it's I don't need to shame. To I just want to sit back and enjoy, you know what I mean? Um, and you will. Did you guys want to host The Bachelor at all? Or was that always going to be like a conversation of, it maybe makes more sense to have a male leading a male and female or anything like that? I mean, we never really thought that would be our position. We just, I mean, we never really thought we'd still be here for a second season hosting. So um, I think it's cool to have uh, a male that's been in that position again, help uh, mentor the lead and say, I've been here, I've done this and I'm here to help you. So it made sense for me that they got a past bachelor and also someone that like has been in a hosting role before. He's going to do a really great job. Do you want, would you be down to do more down the line? Oh, of course. Yeah. I love hosting. I love being in a position to help the bachelorette and be like, um, somebody who can really empower them and give them confidence and validate their insecurities and just help them navigate through that journey because I would have loved to have somebody like that there for me. And I like being that person that can help. And I mean, I have to ask about Katie real quick. I forgot oh, yeah. your, your first stint as a yeah. host took quite yeah. the turn with Katie and, and Blake and now John, were you surprised by all of that? Have you spoken to her? I have spoken to her and I mean, Katie's a good friend, so I knew how hard it was with Blake being gone all the time. I don't think I don't think Blake necessarily had the communication that Katie was looking for while he was gone. It was just so tricky from the get-go. It was just like they weren't even together. And Katie's season was tricky because people were leaving and then people thought maybe Blake was just the default. Mm. He wasn't. I actually had hope that they were going to make it work until I saw how hard it was on them to do the long distance. Um, and I will say that Katie really did say John was her type uh, when he got out of the limo. Right. She really did say that. And so I just want Katie to feel loved and feel happy. And if that's how she's feeling, I'm so happy for her. I mean, again, it's just interesting to watch all play out. And you know, you know what it's like to navigate also a public breakup. Yes. And I mean, do you have the same piece of advice you would give to like Tasha or Katie or like, I that's what I mean with Tasha. I'm like, I hate that I can understand what you're going through because it's so hard. Everyone has a different opinion and a voice and something to say and people don't fully know what really happened and it's just so hard on your heart to go through that because you want to grieve this person that you've lost and you have all these different voices coming at you and so I'm just trying to tell Tasha like take it one day at a time you can't let the outside voices dictate how you feel and you can't let that have more power than you. So allow yourself to feel sad and know in your heart that you did everything that you could to make that work and that 
you have to now go through the stages of like grieving a loss. I mean, I, I hate to even say it. I'll bring it up real quick. Your ex maybe made some interesting comments about a month ago. Did you have a response to those or did you read it? Did you not even give it the time? I didn't day? read it. People told me about it, but I, it actually just made me a little sad because he had every opportunity to just be happy for me and be happy at where he's at in life. And he just still seems a little bitter. And I was just confused by that because it's been three years and I thought maybe he would just, you know, we'd want each other to be happy. Um, it made me sad that he said he didn't think it was real love or we'd still be together. Um, obviously his experience was different than mine. Um, but at this point it's been three years and I'm engaged and I genuinely hope he's just happy in what he's doing. Um, because at this point that's, I mean, that would be weird if I felt any other way. It would, it would be a little bit alarming if you had more to say than I want you to right. be happy. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's play Dancing with the Star Secrets. Okay. This is about, it can, it's about your time on the show, but it can be, I think you can pull from stuff from rehearsals and stuff too. Um, it's just like dancing fun questions. So okay. the first one is, have you ever had a wardrobe malfunction while performing or dancing? Oh, they don't let that happen because you're on live television. Even if you have a dress that there's not a chance for you to have a wardrobe malfunction, you still have stickies on your boobs and you're taped in and sewed up. They will not let that happen. Is there a dance that you would like to get a redo to do from the show? Whether you want to do it again because you messed up or because you just liked it so much, either way, like a redo moment. Probably the finale, the last dance, because it was so fun and it was my last chance to really sell it. I made one tiny little mistake that no one would ever know and people probably didn't even notice, but that was the one where I was like, this is my moment and I loved that dance so much and I would want to do it again. Okay, that's a good one. Um, most embarrassing moment behind the scenes or on Dancing with the Stars? Honestly, the only thing I can think of is when I was taking a COVID test every single day, Artem and I would have to take a COVID test in the studio or at the live stage. And I had a runny nose one time and I like was swabbing and like this massive booger just came out of my nose and Artem was like, oh, gross. That was probably the most embarrassing moment. You I mean, you really get that, those, those partner bonds get solidified in uh, moments like yeah. that. Totally. <laughs> um, what is the hardest part of the show that viewers might not necessarily know or see? Your relationship with your partner because you spend every single day with them and you're, depends who your partner is, I guess, but the relationship goes through so many ups and downs that people don't see. I think people saw a little bit of that with Artem and Melora and Adam and Alan, mm. but the relationships go through so many ups and downs and there's probably a lot more tears than people see and just how hard it is on your body. I mean, Every single day, your feet are getting torn to shreds of blisters and your ribs hurt and you pull muscles and you just have to battle every single day through pain to like, it's really competitive. What's harder being the bachelorette or doing Dancing with the Stars? Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> that Dancing, with the stars Dancing with the Stars honestly was like emotionally and physically so challenging Bachelorette was just very emotionally challenging. <laughs> That's fair. Um, obviously, I know you love Artem, but if you had to pick another pro partner, who would you who would you pick? Oh, um, honestly, I would probably pick Sasha. I I love watching him dance. He's just 
I don't know what it is. Like he's just so fun to watch and he's a hilarious human being. Uh, I'd probably pick Sasha. Where do you keep your Miraval trophy? In my podcast uh, room. It's like got a little shrine around it. And uh, yeah, it's up on a shelf in my podcast room. <laughs> I love that. And the last one, what is one thing you learned about yourself from your Dancing with the Stars journey? That I am a good dancer. <laughs> yes. I, you know, my whole life, I, my mom was a professional ballerina. I wanted to follow in her footsteps. I wanted to be a dancer and I never felt good enough. And from that time on the show, I was like, yes, I am. I am good enough. Hell yeah. And where can people buy tickets for the tour? And how many dates do you know you're going to be on or anything like that? Oh my gosh. I think I'm doing 57 shows. Excuse me? Yeah. 57 I don't know why I thought you weren't going to say that just because you said you mentioned Amanda maybe filling in for you for some. And I was like, 57. Wow. That's awesome. Congratulations. It's it's a lot. Um, and you can find tickets at dwtstour.com. And yeah, just look and see if we're coming to your city because I mean, it's just going to be such a fun show. It's, it, I mean, think about all the shows you watch on TV. Dancing with the Stars is such a feel-good show. Yeah. It's not like super dramatic. It's just one of those ones where you're like rooting for people. You feel happy after watching it. You feel motivated, inspired. And that's what you'll get when you come to the tour. I do cry at least once a season, though. There's one of those packages gets me. Oh, every year. I cry at least once. It's absolutely. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. Anytime it's like that. You said like hardest year ever thing. I was like, yeah. oh God, I think <laughs> I'm glad we got rid of that. Let's stick with Disney. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, no, no. All right. Well, thank you so much, Caitlin, for taking time. Um, and I'm sure the tour is going to be amazing. And I'll talk to you again in Bachelor Nation world. Thank you so much. It was good to see you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more Bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things Bachelor Nation. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.